And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. What do you think? Should we talk recession today? And should we talk about whether we as real estate investors or maybe you as a future real estate investor should even worry? Can we make money as single family or perhaps as apartment investors in a recession? That's the question. So let's do that. Let's talk recession. And I'll tell you, this is just a caveat from my side about my my crystal ball. It, it stopped working a long, long time ago. If it ever worked at all, I'm not even sure. But I am going to take a look at a few headlines just very quickly with you. I'm not going to dive into the articles because this kind of gives some, some idea of what some of the folks out there are thinking. And I'm going to lead. Here's an interesting one. I'm going to lead with the president. Um, this just came out a few days ago. He said, and I quote, I don't think there will be a recession. If it is, it will be a slight recession. That is, we'll move down slightly. This is what he said in an interview with CNN. Now, I quote that to open, and, and I want to give you just a quick reminder. When we're talking about macroeconomic things, these are the same folks that told us that inflation is transitory. So we've seen inflation is not transitory, and in fact, that it's not transitory is what's driving us closer and closer to the edge of a recession as the Federal Reserve takes action. So the, the president made his statement. J.P. Morgan uh, Chase, the CEO, Jamie Dimon, he, on the other hand, says, hey, there's a likely recession in six to nine months. I don't know who's right. You know, um, there's there's a, just a slew of opinions and thoughts out there from CEOs, from business leaders, from economists. Uh, it's serious, they say. Um, global recession is is a possibility. Heck, Europe is probably in a recession already. There's a lot of wonky stuff going on over in the United Kingdom. If you've been following that at all, um, seven of the war. Here's a quote: Seven of the world's top economic minds think a global recession is coming. Some say it's already here. Um, around 90%, this is in Fortune, a headline, around 90% of CEOs believe a recession is coming. Half of them are already planning for layoffs. And the ticker goes on. If you keep reading down, you can do your own search. I did do a search for the opposite instead of, hey, recession coming, recession not coming. Is there anything, any countervailing uh, opinions out there? And aside from what I just read to you from uh, the president, I, I'm not finding a lot. So the, the general consensus, if you want to believe the consensus, is that we are headed in that, in that direction. Now, here's what I know. Here's, here's what I can tell you. I can tell you that the Federal Reserve has already hiked rates three times this year. Very considerable hikes the last couple of rounds, in fact. And I can tell you, I mean, we just had the latest inflation read. Inflation is still here. So I expect another big hike from the Federal Reserve in, in November. And then there will probably be another few uh, rounds of interest rate hikes in early 2023. So to the question, recession, do I personally think one is coming? I do. I mean, from a technical pr perspective, we're in one already. We were after the first two quarters. But uh, I am very confident that the Fed is going to take us there. 
uh, just given the the inflation, we we missed that. They missed that with the whole transitory notion already. We we, we talked about that. So they're pushing the rates higher, and as we get those higher rates, um, just just do some very big picture linear thinking. Higher rates means less borrowing from by companies, means less less investment by by companies and firms out there. Um, we heard possible uh, hiring cuts possible hiring cuts, hiring freezes, that sort of thing. Probably not a soft landing at all. These are the terms I'm hearing. Is it going to be a soft landing or or a hard landing? Probably not soft. I, I don't think so. The question then is, at least for me, is how deep, how hard? And and again, this is where my, you know, this, this is where my crystal ball has failed me uh, time and again. Um, but I think it's coming. And, and you may believe so as well. And when I take this back to the real estate investing side, well, before we get there, what are your broader fears around a recession? Maybe take a step back and, and ask yourself that. And, and some are legitimate. Some, some are legitimate fears. And, and again, thinking more broadly, not yet in the, in the real estate space, you know, it is that concern that you could lose your job. And when you lose your job, you lose your income. It's also the concern, and, and we've already seen this, whether we're in a recession or not, that you're going to watch a massive hit to your investment, or your rather your retirement accounts, your 401k, your IRAs. If we hit a deep recession, how, how, how big is that drop going to be? 50%, 60% similar? What did we see back in 2008? So you're going to watch a big hit there. There goes a lot of your wealth. And then, of course, with that job loss, lack of income, now you're unable to pay your obliga obligations, your, your debts your mortgage, you lose your home. So these are common bigger picture fears around a recession. Now to take a more a more narrow focus and, and to transition now into rental real estate, um, the fears that come to mind, and this is when I talk to other people out there, you know, I'm very active in the, in the, in the rental market, both now as a single family and an apartment investor. Um, I love going out networking with, with the, with the folks out there, hearing what's on their minds. And, and I hear a lot of stuff, both from investors that are members at Lifestyles Unlimited, as well as those that are not. I'm very well-rounded, try to get out to a lot of events. And when we think about rental property, a common fear, and we're going to dispel, dispel these throughout the course of the show. A common fear is that the market is going to shift, the rental market, and I'm not going to be able to rent that property. Now I'm going to have to drop the rent. And what was cash flowing before, and it better have been cash flowing, what was cash flowing before, now I've dropped the rent, maybe not cash flow at all. And then you get to that same fear that the owner-occupant has that you're not going to be able to fulfill your obligations, pay those debts, pay that mortgage, and you could lose the property. For some operators, this may be true. And in some markets, this may be true. There may be some out there that are over-leveraged. On today's show, we're talking recession. It's false, you know, leaves are changing, recession is in the air. President maybe doesn't think so exactly, but uh, if you talk to anyone else, it looks like it's coming down the pike. And with the actions of the Fed and the interest rate hikes, I, th I think it will surely arrive. The question is how deep, how long, how hard, and whether you as a real estate investor, or maybe you're just thinking about getting started, it's still a good time to start. Whether you should be afraid, whether you should have concerns, fears, worries, whatever. And I'll tell you, for some operators out there, there could be problems. And if you're in certain markets, there may be problems as well. If you're over leveraged, you don't have any, any cash reserves at all. Maybe you bought the raw or the wrong type of product, didn't rehab right. There are lots of reasons uh, why you may have issues. But for most of us out there, uh, I want to dispel a few fears around this and, and around the rental business during a recession in particular. And I just use the word operator. 
And I, I want to underscore that again, operator. This is a key word here. How have you structured your, your business? And that's what this is, whether you own one rental house, 20 rental houses, an apartment community, whatever it may be, it is a business. And the question becomes, what sort of properties have you been targeting for purchase? How are you buying those? And how are you operating those as well? So being a good operator is very, very important as we head into a questionable economic situation. This is where the model that you apply really comes into play. And this is a big, big part of what we talk about and teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. In fact, this is, is a big part of, of what we learn about during the, the Financial Freedom Seminar when we talk about single family. And I mentioned this last week, I signed up for the, the four part. This is the Financial Freedom Seminar that we do in the evenings over, over four evenings. And I did the first two with Greg Scott. I'll, I'll be going back next week to hear about multifamily, but we talked specifically about single family in the first week. And Greg, he's our, our life changer, we call them, from Detroit, Michigan in his case. And we learned or I, I refreshed, I guess, in my case, but we learned a lot of this stuff on, on that in that first two two day part of the session just recently. And, and it really does come down to the model and the processes that you use, you know, what we might call the roadmap here at Lifestyles Unlimited. Real estate in and of itself is, is very cut and dry. You know, it's it, a lot of it's just math. Am I, is this house going to yield the returns that I want to see as an investor? Am I going to have my cash on cash return, my cash flows? Am I going to create enough equity on the outset that I want to meet my demands, my goals as, as an investor? What are my expectations? This is very cut and dry. But the question then becomes, are you using the right map from an, really from an operational perspective? And going back to what I teased at the end of the last segment, and some of those other non-lifestyles unlimited operators that are that are out there you know if i just kind of compare and contrast what we're doing versus what they're doing perhaps you know we're not buying at lifestyles unlimited we're not targeting and buying the the high-end stuff when i say high-end i'm talking in terms of rentals uh houses the high-end stuff or maybe apartments uh that rents for three thousand dollars a month four thousand five thousand even even more so we're not targeting that high-end stuff when i think about product and our operations and, and we're certainly not targeting the low 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 end stuff now when i think about recession i'm not worried so much about the low end stuff we've we've got systems as an as a nation set up that, that help those the the folks that are renting that lower end product i will tell you that low end stuff can become a management nightmare in any season uh, so we do stay away from that but what we're doing is targeting middle class housing and workforce housing the stuff that is squarely in the middle and if i if i now think about a recession especially if it goes deep and long and hard it's that high-end stuff it's at greater risk. Low-end stuff, not so much. But the higher-end stuff, those folks are at greater risk. Think about the last couple of recessions you've experienced. Who they, they tend to cut the fat all across the, the organization, but a lot of that middle management goes, a lot of that upper management goes, layoffs come, there's a loss of income. And if somebody is renting your $3,000, $4,000, $5,000 house that they can no longer afford, what do they do? They don't go out and buy a house Well, they just lost a job, can't, can't qualify, that's not going to work. They leave your high-end property and where do they go? They go to our middle-class properties and our workforce housing. Our units stay full. 
And if I hearken back to 2008, we saw this in the Great Recession. There were more renters in the market, not fewer. People had to downsize. People had to downgrade. That's on top of people losing their houses, as I mentioned in the first segment. This will happen in a, in a deep recession. And people, there will be an increase in the renters. And people that are positioned in the middle, not at the top, 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 not at the bottom, 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 people in the middle are going to do just fine. Again, it goes back to other parts of operations as well. Product. Product is important. That's what we're talking about here, not the high-end stuff, not the low-end stuff. But above all, I think I want, here's what I want you to take away, and, and, and Greg Scott mentioned this phrase many times in the Financial Freedom Seminar the first two days I went to. I'm sure we'll hear it again. But the phrase I want you to remember is best product, best price. Again, I told you what we're not buying is that high-end stuff or the low-end stuff. What we're looking for is that product in the middle. Bread and butter, you know, for me and, and most investors I know, is usually a three, if I'm thinking about a house, three-bedroom, two-bathroom, two-car garage. Somewhere in a subdivision, typically around a larger metro area. Now, there are deviations for, for sure. If I think it's just about my portfolio... Uh, we bought a house recently, three bed, two bath, one car garage. Bought another house, three bed, two bath, one car garage. I've got an older one that I've had for a bit. Uh, three bed, one and a half bath, but a nice, gigantic, this is a 50s build, big, big two car garage in a neighborhood that's full of one single car garages. So we do have some deviations for sure. But what happens when people start to shift because they can no longer afford those higher end properties, they come to us. Now, what else are they looking for? They've been renting that higher-end stuff, typically nice finish out, right? But when we say best product, best price, I'm not just thinking about the, the product type in terms of 322, smaller square footage, lower price, lower rent. I'm also thinking about the finish out. And when we go in, we're typically buying houses that do need repair, and we're going to go in and we're going to renovate that, and we're going to fix everything that is broken now or could break in the next handful of years. And we're going to update it. We're going to look at the comparable sales and comparable lease properties in the neighborhood. If it's got granite, if every other rental in that neighborhood has granite, we're going to put in granite. We're going to put in everything new. So when people do start to shift, they can no longer afford those higher end properties. Are they going to go to cheaper, less, well, let's just say poorly kept houses? No, they're going to go to that house that has been renovated well, where we applied the model, best product, best price. So thinking about product, not high-end, not low-end, middle of the road, but well done, well renovated for the market, for that, for that area. Best product, best price is a phrase you want to remember, and it is very, very squarely, a, it's a big part of our, our processes at Lifestyles Unlimited product. Now, of course, on top of that, and, and I mentioned this a little bit, we buy right Speaking of best product, what we're buying is typically not already the best product out there. We've got to do a little, fine, a little bit of fine-tuning, as I mentioned. We'll talk about that when we come back. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Stop waiting. Stop sitting around. Stop procrastinating. This is your time. Make it happen. Do it now. When's the best time? Now. People go, well, I don't know. 
It's gonna crash. It's gonna be better next year. It's, I've gotta listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me all the time. You know, I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? <laughs> I go, and you're not rich yet? <laughs> well, really, I'm thinking about joining next month. <laughs> Do it now. Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop. Lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb, and today we're talking about recession. Is it coming? How, how deep? How big? Not getting into those details, unfortunately. I don't. My, my crystal ball is not not quite working right. So, but I want to be sure today to dispel some myths and some fears that you may have around rental real estate when it does come to a recession, because I do believe we will be in one uh, very soon. Is that three months? Is that six months? How deep? Again, I don't know, uh, but I think the Federal Reserve will take us there. Now, if you have any questions related to, day sh- to today's show or anything else uh, on your mind, feel free to send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. Again, that's askandy at luinc.com. And I told you a little bit in the earlier segment, uh, a few of the things that we're doing that make us stand out and, and make us come through a recession better than our peers, our non-Lifestyles Unlimited operators. Above all, we're not buying high or low-end stuff. We're, we're squarely in the middle, and we're following the motto, motto, best product, best price. As part of that, we are buying right as well. This is part of the model. And again, what we're typically buying is not already at that best product stage, as I told you in the prior segment, we're we're finding those 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 houses and, and apartments as well that do they're distressed. They need some sort of work, and this is one of the ways that we can help protect ourselves when it does come to a recession by buying right, by finding those houses that are distressed, and because they are distressed, and when I say distressed, it could be that they're fire damaged. It could be just that the foundation's off, and the seller's a little bit nervous about putting it on the market. It could be that it just smells bad. I talked to a couple recently, didn't want to put it on the market because it smells bad. Well, okay, I'll take that. I love that. That's the smell of money. That's great. So the, the product may be distressed or the seller could be distressed. And thinking forward and thinking about a recession and what we talked about in the first segment, yes, distressed could mean that the sellers are distressed because they've lost a job, because they've lost that income, because they're about to lose the house. It's an unfortunate situation, but it is a reality. And that's what we as real estate investors can do is go in and and save those people from foreclosure. So the product could be distressed or the seller or both. And because it is a distressed situation, we get the product, we get the house, we get the apartments at a discount. And here it goes back to process. And we talk about process a lot at Lifestyles Unlimited. In fact, I was just flipping through the uh, workbook I got at the uh, Financial Freedom Seminar, and, and a lot of what I see in there are steps, process steps. Step one, step two, step three, to acquiring a property, to building your team. Uh, once you become a member, there's a there's sundry other documents out there as well that you can download off the uh, education portal. But a lot of it goes back to process. And in this case, when I say we buy right, we're buying at a discount, and then we go in and we renovate again with that motto in mind, best product, 
best price. And throughout this process, what we wind up doing is creating equity. Now, if you think about going out and buying a house and just putting 20% down, you're going to have a little bit of closing costs, origination fees for the loan, etc. At the end of the day, you have a little less than that 20% in equity. When we go through this process of buying right, best product, best price, doing the renovations, we have equity in terms of our cash in the, in, in the investment, but there's equity on top of that that we create through the process. That is equity capture. And I mentioned on the last week's show, I was just flipping through my emails. I had a number come in that morning. I think this was from the Houston market where I was seeing a 100% equity gain, meaning if I had $15,000 parked in that property of my money, I also made 15. That means I actually have $30,000 in equity now. If I have 20 in, 100% return, I'm now sitting on $40,000 in equity. A couple of things are happening here. Number one, we're, we're getting 100% return in, in these examples, and we are creating wealth from the outset. But now when I shift and, and I think about a recession, ask yourself, what are your fears? Maybe around your personal house. Or if you are a rental owner or considering becoming one, what are your fears? One of those is loss of value, that the value of the house is going to decline. And then I won't be able to sell it. Well, when you've created an equity buffer that we see when we go through this full process of buying right, renovating to the notion of best product, best price, we do a refinance on the back end, get renters into place. Uh, but through that process, that equity buffer that we create, that protects us. And that will protect you. If it does, you know, push comes to shove, if your plans change and you do need to sell. And we're going to talk a little bit about market. Market is important as well. The market, when I say market, I don't mean stock market. I mean the market where you're buying these, these properties. Um, not all, let's just talk about that now. Market is very important, in fact, where you're buying. And not all markets are going to respond to a recession in the same way. It depends on the type of recession. Think about the dot-com bust. Where, where were the dot-com companies typically situated? On the West Coast, for example. Um, what we saw in the Great Recession, Texas was not hit nearly as hard as the coastal markets, as Las Vegas. And by the way, the, the fundamentals, just thinking more broadly, the fundamentals from a, a, a housing uh, market perspective, they have shifted so much with respect to things like loan origination. Uh, regulations, you know, who, who, the, the vetting process that goes into allowing somebody to take out a loan on a property. Uh, we, we've become much more thorough, uh, or we've, the government, I suppose, in this case, has required much more due diligence on the part of the lenders. I just don't see a crash coming. And we have a ton of equity out there. Um, a slight decline is going to be absorbed. And especially if you're doing what we do at Lifestyles Unlimited and buying right, creating that equity from the outset. Um, yeah, it's just not going to be there. You're going to hear that word. You will absolutely hear people out there in the broader news and on, online um, talking about a housing crash. But they're, they're doing exactly what I don't want you to succumb to, which is creating fear. And they're, they're trying to keep your eyeballs glued to the screen, to their news article, clickbait, whatever it may be. Don't fall for that. So markets are very important, and I'll tell you very specifically, the Sun Belt markets in particular, some Midwest markets as well. We, we continue here in Texas, where I am right now, we continue to see a very strong influx of both businesses moving here, 
as well as families that are following those businesses or coming here for, for other reasons, getting out of other states. Maybe the, the income tax is too high at a state level. Uh, maybe the, the economic situation is not as ideal as it is here. So we're seeing a huge draw here in Texas and in other Sunbelt markets, and this will continue to support these markets even as we head into a recession. Yes, even if there are some job losses, some companies pull back, we have very, very strong fundamentals in these markets. So market is very, very important. So as an operator, you know, we talk about live where you want, invest where it makes sense. You don't have to invest in your own backyard. Um, I interviewed people, I was bumping around Colorado in the RV bunker that were investing from Colorado in Texas, investing from California in Texas, investing from Kentucky in Texas, Georgia, Tennessee, Indiana. You can go to all these places and do this remotely and make sure that you are in a market that is going to be a little, mo a little bit more resilient in the face of a recession. Again, who knows how deep, broad, hard um, that recession is going to be. I don't know. Uh, but I do have faith that there are markets like Texas that are going to do much, much better. Now, cash flow, let's talk about that. When I opened my email this morning, I had several, several single family investment opportunities that were waiting for me. And these are coming from Lifestyles Unlimited Realty Team. And we talk about cash flow a lot. The, the investment has to cash flow. Cash flow is very, very important when we get to this conversation around recession as well. Cash flow and, and something called time. Time is on your side as a real estate investor. But going back to my email, I opened this up. I was, I was pretty floored. There's some really good cash flow out here. Here's one in the Dallas area that's cash flowing almost $300 a month. When I say cash flowing, that's when you get to the end of the process. Here are a couple around Dallas, a little bit on the outskirts, over $600. One of these is already rented. I'm your host, Andy Webb, and today on Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show, we're talking recession, and at least from my perspective as a Lifestyles Unlimited member and somebody that follows the model closely, uh, we're talking about why you should not fear a recession when it comes to rental housing, whether that's single family houses or apartments. And I've just been going through the, the, the financial freedom seminar with Greg Scott. He's been teaching this virtually. So I'm doing this from the comfort of my home. And, and we've been learning about single family. I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to hearing what this very experienced apartment investor has to say next week, uh, uh in the balance of the, the seminar when it, uh, as far as apartments are concerned. As we've talked through recession today, I've, I've tended to lean a little bit more on single family. I'll be honest. That's a little bit more, that's more, that's fresher on my mind, right? now and that is a big part of my portfolio are those houses I'll tell you I'm not worried I'm not worried uh, I led the show earlier in the first segment if you miss any part of the show by the way go to lifestylesunlimited.com uh, click on the radio tab these are archived there my shows uh, obviously Del Walmsley the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited if you are concerned about a recession and you are concerned about operating through a recession, you really need to listen to Dell. Dell's been in this business. He founded Lifestyles Unlimited 32 years ago. So over three decades in operation as a, an education and mentoring group, Dell longer as an investor. And he's got a wealth of experience. He's been through a lot of ups and downs. 
So can he share some insight that I can't share? Absolutely he can. So you can find him again at that at that website, lifestylesunlimited.com, plus Mike Harrison, Al Gordon, other single family and multifamily investors that are sharing their experiences and their knowledge and their insight. It's good to get a lot of perspectives. That's that's why I do keep a, a my, my thumb on the pulse of the news online. Even though I know a lot of it is doom and gloom, I do want to see what the sundry folks out there are thinking in terms of a recession so that I can better prepare, so that I can think about what might be coming, so that I can discuss this with you. And other things I do, I, I like to go to events at Lifestyles Unlimited, both in person and online, and I attended one a week or two ago now, and this was led by Lynn Murrow. She's the executive vice president. She's been an investor and a member over a decade herself, and we talked about things like this, what, what to think about with respect to the recession, what is what might be coming. Right? Is it going to be a hard landing? Yeah, it probably is. And what does that mean for you? Now, back to the real estate side and, and rental housing. I've already told you why I don't think you need to be afraid if you are a good operator. And that's really what it comes down to is, is being a good operator, having a good model, buying the right product. We talked about that. Buying right that's very, very important. And by the way, these are all skill sets that you can apply if we do hit that deep recession and people are shedding houses. I don't think that's going to happen uh, to an extreme level, but if it does, I'll be ready and I know my peers will be as well. I know the people that were sitting in on the Financial Freedom Seminar with me, in fact, they're going to be ready. They've learned a ton already. They're ready to take action. So uh, it's good to be educated as well. We were just talking ahead of the break about market and where you're buying that is important as well. And as Lifestyles Unlimited has grown, we've we, we've grown beyond Texas. That's where we were originally founded, again, 32 some odd years ago. And I was just looking through a few emails this morning, and I'm seeing some really good investment opportunities out there that have very strong cash flow. Here, I named a couple ahead of the break just to throw a couple more from other markets. Georgia. I'm seeing $475 in cash flow. Uh, here's another one from Georgia, 430. And this is after we go through the process, renovate, get a get a renter into place. Um, here's one in Tennessee, $340. So the cash flow is very good. And and we say in any time, any good or bad, the investment needs to cash flow. We want to see cash flow. We want to find those properties that cash flow. Why? Well, we can adjust. We we want to see profit for one thing. I don't want to feed the machine like you do to your 401k. Here's some more money. Here's some more money. Here's some more money. Please go up in value. Please go up in value. Please go up in value. That's what people that buy houses and, and real estate on the coasts tend to do. They don't have the cash flow. We want to see the cash flow. We enjoy the way that we make our money on our houses and our apartments. We see five different ways, five different sources of income. Cash flow is very, very important. And here's why it's important during a recession. It allows you to adjust your business timeline. Let's say you go into a property, you buy a house, and you, you go through the renovations, best product, best price. You update the, the kitchens, you make them shine, you put in the granite, the undermount sinks, the brushed nickel fixtures, uh, ceiling fans, you, you freshen up the paint, you put in new flooring, new water heater if it demands, new new AC if it demands. It's all part of the budget. And you go through and you, you, you put everything together and you're planning on holding this for three years, enjoying that cash flow. You've already got the equity capture at the outset. Your resident is paying the mortgage for you every month. So you've got that equity build up on top of that. And we've enjoyed a lot of appreciation so far. Dot, dot, dot. That's an ellipsis. We'll see where that goes in the future. And of course, the tax advantages. But your plan is to hold that for three years. 
what happens if we do enter a deep, deep recession and people do stop buying? And you say, well, I don't think I want to sell right now. You are still very well placed. You've got cash flow coming in. You're still paying that mortgage. You just adjust your timeline. This is where having cash flow and having time and being in the right market as well, that's where they all play together. And you can just wait it out. You're cash flowing. Nothing to do. And we talked earlier in the show about the product type in, in terms of uh, I guess uh, where it sits in the market. We're not buying high-end. We're not buying low-end. We're buying middle-class housing, workforce housing. The pool of renters there is is large already. And if we enter into a recession, it's only going to get bigger. So any fears around being able to rent or having to drop your price are unfounded. If you talk to anybody that operated well, not everybody made it out of the Great Recession because not everybody back then was a good operator. Not everybody right now is a good operator. But if you talk to anyone that made it through the Great Recession, they'll tell you not only did we stay occupied, not only did we continue to collect rents, but we were able to take our rents up. So if you're doing it right, you've got the best product, people will come to you. People will have to come to you as they lose houses, as they have to downsize from those higher end properties. So again, the big message right there is that time is on your side. Real estate, it, on any given show, we could talk through mistakes I've made and, and things that have maybe blown up during the rehab and maybe my equity wasn't as, as big as I thought it was, but time is on my side. I just hold that property a little bit longer. I recoup that. We're very, very profitable. And in this situation, time is on your side as well. Continue cash flowing. But that's why as well, it's good to have at least $200 in cash flow. G Greg talked about this, 200 to 600 I just told you, <laughs> wow, two, two, two uh, investments hit my inbox this morning in around the Dallas area that are north of $600 in cash flow. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Last part of this picture that I want to round out uh, on our discussion of recession is team. Team is, is, is hugely important here. And one of the things we talked about uh, as the first part of the, the financial freedom seminar that Greg talked about, rather, is building your team. How do you do that? You know, there are very clear steps. That's part of the process. And, and one of those is your mentor, lenders, real estate agent. Those are people that will support you as you have questions, as you deal with a, a shifting market. Home inspectors, insurance agents, general contractors, roofers, foundation guys here in Texas, anyhow, right? Property management, if you want to use one. I don't. Uh, Mark, you know, the, the list goes on. And, and, and having a strong team around you is, is very, very important as well. But above and beyond that, I have to go back to what I mentioned at the start of this, this segment. I mentioned Lynn Murrow. She put together a session, uh, this was specific for apartment investors, and talked about what's coming, what could be coming with respect to a recession. That's somebody I want on my team. Somebody that has the experience, somebody that's close to Dell, somebody that brought on the passive, uh, passive mentor that we have that spoke as well. Here's what you guys need to think about. I want somebody on my team that can help guide me through whatever may, may come. Every part of my team will help me, but in this case, those mentors and and Lifestyles Unlimited uh, member services and operations consultants, those are going to be very, very important to me and my, my fellow investors if we do head into something deep and protracted. If I think back to COVID, March of 2020, I remember sitting, I was in the RV bunker in Northeast Alabama at Lake Gunnersville State Park, and I attended several, several webinars that Lynn and a number of other people put together to talk through and share best practices as we were learning these live as COVID unfolded. I took away a lot from those. 
and it helped me continue to be a good operator through very, very foggy and uncertain times. And we came out the back end with all our residents in place, continuing to cash flow, having grown our wealth. And I want those people on my side as we head into whatever may be coming down the pike next. Remember, education, we talked about recession. I know a lot of you will have fears just in your personal life, but if you're thinking about getting started as a real estate investor, or you are one now, education is very, very important. We talked about being a good operator. We talked about why the model, the process, the product, the market, the time on your side and the team, those are all important. This is true in any market, but it is especially true if we do head into a recession and especially if we head into a deep one. Don't know where we'll go. And I'll tell you, whether you start buying now or not, you can start working on that education as a lot of other people are doing alongside me right now at that financial freedom seminar. Great first two days that I attended with Greg. I'm looking forward, like I said, to the next two days to hear what he has to say around apartments. And uh, you can learn more too if you want to attend uh, and go to one of the financial freedom seminars. That's what we typically call our two day. Uh, go to the website, give me total freedom. That's written together. Give me total freedom.com. Use the promo code SAVEBIG, all caps, uh, to join as a member and get out there to that session and start learning. Start to make that connection. Start to get that team together and start to become a good operator. You'll do great. Thank you for listening. You have a great day. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.